Grand Rising, my wonderful kings and queens. I hope y'all had an amazing weekend. I hope y'all slept well. I hope y'all woke up on the good side of the bed. I hope y'all are in good spirits and vibes. Thank you once again for joining me for my podcast episode. I appreciate each and every one of you. Well, we're going to start off by praying together because prayer is needed daily like a vitamin. So let's get to it. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for watching upon us last night. We thank you for waking us up to see another day. We thank you for who you are, what you've done, and what you will do. We can never thank you enough. But we take this moment to say thank you for all that you've done, all that you're doing, all that you will do. We can never thank you enough. But we want to take this moment to thank you. To thank you. Thank you for the blessings and the lessons not even yet received. Thank you for touching our hearts. But here and now we ask to be forgiven for any words, thoughts, actions taken knowingly and unknowingly by us. Thank you for guiding us. And we ask that you continue to guide our foots, our feet and the steps that you want us to go. I'm sorry. Guide our, guide our feet and the steps that you want us to go individually. Guide us in the direction that we are meant to go. Allow us to keep working on ourselves and improving, whether that be our health, our mindset, and whatever it is that needs improved. We thank you for just being an awesome provider and protector. And we ask that you continue to to just protect and provide for your children. We ask that you cover each and every one of us from the crown of our head to the bottom of our feet here and now. May your presence be everywhere we are. May your presence be in these schools, these hospital doctor offices, those traveling to and from, the workplaces. We ask that you touch our finances as well as our hearts and our mindsets. Uplift us, allow us to be encouraged and not discouraged right now. We thank you for all these things and so much more. In Jesus' almighty name we pray, amen. So what I want to talk to you guys today about children getting the best versions of both of their children. I'm sorry. Our children getting the best from both parents, the fathers as well as the mothers. When a child is born, he is born to two parents, a mother and a father. What we teach our children while they're young will follow them. So we have to show up for our children as the best versions of ourselves. And if we're not showing up as the best versions of ourselves, we can work on doing that. But in the process of doing so, we have to be very mindful. I think back to when I was a child. Hoo-hoo-hoo. I thought my dad was a crazy person. I'm just going to be honest. I said, the man, he wants to control me and tell me what to do. But he meant well. And to this day, I thank him for that, for the lessons he taught me, for the things he showed me. My parents showed me more than they told me. Because you could tell somebody something until you blew in the face. But if you show them something else, that's what they're going off of. So we could tell our children, oh, don't get into trouble, behave yourself, 
But if they see us getting into trouble and behaving our misbehaving ourselves, what do you think they're going to do? They're not going to go off of what we told them, but they're going to go off of what we showed them. So once again, I'm going to say it again. The message for today is as parents, we got to do a better job. We got to work on ourselves. We got to show our children what we want them to see, not tell them, because they're not going to go off of what we tell them. They're going to go off what we show them. So if we tell our children, oh, you want to do the right things, do step A, B, C, um, so you can be successful, so you can do this and so you can do that. But if they don't see us do those things, what do you think, what do you think they're going to do? They're not going to do what we're telling them. And our children didn't ask to be here. So we got to just do the best that we can. And I was just thinking about it yesterday. I said, my son, by the grace of God, after Christmas, found out for the first time what it's like to uh, be without home, a place to call home. And I said, by the grace of God, I pray that he has he doesn't have to experience that again. But as a child, for me, I have both of my parents, always. And I know what it was like to go through the struggle and have something, not having something, have a little bit. I know what some everything was like from experience. My son, on the other hand, He's seven. He'll be eight. And a lot of the things I experienced as a kid, he don't know nothing about. And so when people come for me and my parenting, I honestly be wanting to tell them to kiss my ass. Excuse my language. I really be wanting to tell them to kiss my behind. I'm, I'm going direct my redirect myself right here. But when they come for me saying things like, Oh, I won't let my son be a boy. I'm too um I'm too much on him. I won't let him be a kid. I will be darned if my child goes in a certain direction. If I can help it. What we what we show them and what we teach them as a child is what they're going to follow with, you know? So, if I can redirect my child from doing certain things, I'm going to do so, and I don't care who likes it or not. There are certain things that I do not want my child to experience, and that's just me. I have to do what I feel is best for my child, and other people could do what's best for their child. So I'm not here trying to tell people how to raise their child, ch- child or children. I'm not telling you what to do with your children or your child. What I'm saying is, We have to be the best that we can for our children and we have to show them a better example because I don't like to see videos of children robbing people, shooting people, stealing people cars and like seriously, it starts in the home. What what is going on? And a lot of these young boys... And I, I'm going to speak on the boys because I am a mother of a boy. I am raising a boy and he's going to 
you know, he's going to be a teenager in a couple years. Well, some years, not a couple years, but some years. And I don't, you know, I don't want to uh, see my child on a video doing something that he should not be doing. But once again, it starts with the home. So I think one of the solutions could be, I'm I'm not 100%, but I'm I'm very passionate about you know doing things to make us better as people as people. But one of the things that could help a lot of these children and it's something that a lot of people don't already know, keeping them active, getting them into sports, um finding out what it is that they want to do that interests them. So when a lot of people say to me or have said to me, I spoil my son. No, 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 no. Let's, let's rewind that. I don't feel like I spoil my child. I just want my child to know he has options. When I was about five or six, I can't remember. I was young. My dad opened up my first savings account. I'm, I'm thinking in my head like this man done lost his mind. Why is we saving my money? I don't want to save my money. It's, I was young. I didn't understand. I just know my dad took me to the bank. And we opened up me a savings account. And he was putting money away for me. And I'm like, uh, and as I got older and I look back, I said, oh, that was something he, he should have done. That was something as parents we should be doing. Saving for our children. Putting away for their future. You know, getting them a, a, a policy, whether it's a whole life, whether it's whatever, a grow up plan, something. But simply, I really feel with these children, we got to keep them busy. Um, My son, he went to summer school last summer. Sure did. And I said, this summer, we're going to step it up a notch. He going to summer school, and I'm going to find him an activity to do. He's going to stay busy. I have a baby brother who a lot of people say my son look like. My baby brother, um, if I remember correctly, because we got a large age gap. My little brother is in college, and I believe I want to say, let's see, let's see, let's see. He'll be 20 in June, and he's in college. Um, He's never gotten into trouble. He's not out here just sleeping with a bunch of girls. You know, he happens to have a girlfriend, which I love her to pieces. Um, She's a very sweet young girl, and I think I'm I'm just... I'm I'm getting a little teary-eyed right now, but I think one of the things that helped my brother, my baby brother, grow up to be a nice young man, he was redirected when he was a kid. He um, stayed busy. He played sports. He started doing music at a young age. And not only that... 
he surrounded himself around the right type of crowd. That affects a child too. You cannot have your children around anybody. You have to be mindful of their friends. I'm an active parent. I'm t- I'm sorry, but not sorry. I'm going to be all in my son's business. Uh, who is his friend? What does he do? What does his parents got going on? Um, uh-uh, I'm going to need that information. I'm going to need that address, their phone numbers. I need to know what's going on. Uh-uh, no, no. I'm going to be very protective. I don't care what nobody say. My son could be 15 years old, and I'm still going to be protective all in his business. Um, one thing, one thing I can say, one thing I could say is as parents, um, there, you know, there, there are some, um, parents that co-parent very well. And then you got some that, um, they don't co-parent well because it didn't work out with them. So they have this, um, They have this grudge against each other, or it might be one parent. The message in church I heard yesterday, y'all, was forgiveness. So some kind of way, we got to find it in our hearts to forgive the other parent if we're not able to co-parent. Because a child deserves both parents. Me growing up, I had both of my parents. They wasn't together, but they found a way to co-parent, to be parents to me. And I'm very proud and very happy for that. Um, my baby brother that I just mentioned, he had my he had our dad and he had his mom his whole life. I'm not saying that the only way a child is going to grow up and be a good person is if they have both parents. But what I'm saying is these children deserve both parents and they deserve the best from both parents. They deserve both parents at the end of the day because two parents made them together, not one. And it's not fair when only one parent, it's not fair. I'm sorry. I don't want to hear no, oh, it's just life. This is my opinion and I'm voicing it. These children deserve two parents if they're able physically and so on to be a parent. Now, there are different circumstances. I understand that. There are some parents, they may have some situations going on where they're not really capable of actively being a parent. Um, You know, because I I do, I I actually went to high school with a girl and um, her, uh, she lost her father. Her father has some health issues. And her father actually passed when she was in middle school, I believe, she said. So as she was growing up, she didn't have her father because he passed away. But her father was there up until he passed on. And then you got some kids who parents passed on. I get that. And then you got some people, I mean, you got some children who parents are not, they may not be... um mentally able to be there for them in a certain way. And then there are a lot of parents who are incarcerated, so they can't really be there for their children. 
But what I'm saying is, if you're able to be a parent, your children deserve to have an active parent that is there trying. Because I think they would appreciate the fact that you were there and you were trying versus you just said, oh, I don't want to be responsible. I don't want to be a parent, whatever. I don't care. I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I was physically and mentally able to be a a parent to my child. And I just said, oh, I'm going to just let his dad do everything. I don't care. I'm going to just live my best life. No. God trusted us with these children. So they deserve us to be a parent to them. They don't deserve a perfect parent, but they deserve an act of parents that is trying. Because I don't care what my dad and what my mother had going on. They were a parent to me. Yes, it was a little rough. Yes, we had some bumps in the road. And yes, we had some, some situations that um, I could say made me stronger. But one thing I can say about both of my parents made my mom rest in peace. Because she passed May 18th, 2021 at 3.15 p.m. One thing I can say about both of my parents, and they were not together as they raised me. They were active and they did the best that they could as parents together. They co-parented. They put aside the fact that they didn't work out, but they had a child together, me. And they did the best that they could to co-parents. They were a pretty good, darn good team being my parents. Sorry, I got a little, you know, <laughs> but I'm just saying these children deserve more. These children can't be raised on excuses. These children can't um, grow up with excuses with, oh, you just don't want to be a responsible parent. I'm not trying to hear none of that. Look at these. Look at the generations after us. These children don't have their parents. And then, you know, there are some people, and I'm not just talking about the males, because there's women too that just refuse to be parents. I'm talking about both sides. I'm not coming for just one, because it's not just the men anymore. It's men and women who just choose to have children and not be parents. There are people who choose to keep having children and they don't take care of them. We got to do better. We have to do better. I I can't even picture my life not being a mother to my son. I can't even visualize it. I, I, I can't. I won't. As long as I'm able to be a parent, I'm going to be a parent. Because God blessed me with my son. May my little angels rest in peace. Because I, I, I had four failed pregnancies before. So this is not a game. On Christmas Day, we had a house fire. God, by the grace of God, we were able to get out of that house. Life is not a joke. Life is not a joke. We got to do better. As parents, our children deserve it. They can't be raised and brought up on excuses. They can't be raised on, oh, 
two parents can't be freaking adults. Oh, I hate him. Oh, I hate her. I can't be around her. Okay, find a way. Stop being so childish and grow up and be an adult and take care of your responsibility. I don't want to hear no, oh, he cheated. Oh, she did this. That's irrelevant. Y'all need to put y'all differences aside and find a way to co-parent. Because these children deserve two parents. These children deserve more than they've been getting. And I that, that's been itching for me to speak on. We got to do better. If you are an active parent and you are trying and you are working on things, you're on the right track. But if you know that you're a parent and you're not active and you're not taking care of your responsibility, you got work to do. And I pray for each and every one of y'all that y'all find it in your heart to understand that your child or your children need you. They need you. They need both parents, not just one. It's not fair that it's always got to be one parent. I'm starting to see more men that are single parents too. I mean, I know more single mothers than fathers, but the fact that I'm starting to see more single fathers, that's sad. It's really sad. It's sad. If you can physically and mentally be a parent, that is what you should be doing. So I get it. There are unfortunate situations, which there will be. But the people that don't have those unfortunate situations and they're actually living, they're able, they're not incarcerated, they're not, you know, got some other stuff going on. I feel like we owe it to these children. And I am thankful for both of my parents who were not together, but they found a way to co-parent. They put their differences aside. The fact that they didn't work out and they were a pretty darn good team at being my parents. And I will forever be grateful and thankful for them. And that is my message for today. I'm sorry, but not sorry. We got to do better. Each and every one of us, if we're not actively being parents and trying. I pray for your strength. And I pray that the parents that can't seem to co-parent because they can't be adults. I pray that they find some forgiveness in their hearts. And come together and be a team. And be these children's parents like we should be. And that's what I got for y'all today. So y'all go out there, be great. And if you're a parent, pick yourself up some kind of way. If you can't do it for yourself, do it for your children. Because I tell myself every day, whew, you owe it to this little boy to do the best that you can. Because that's what I see my parents do. They didn't tell me certain things. They showed me. So my parents showed me certain things that I will never forget. So I must do the same as a parent. I have one child and I owe it to him to be active and responsible for him and do the best that I can. And that's a, that's all until the last breath of me, what I will do. So I will see y'all next time. Go out there and be great. And if you're a parent, remember, you owe it to your child to be the best that you can to them.
both parents, not one. Thank you.